0: Good evening, everybody. It's good to be in God's house tonight. I thank all of you for coming. Uh, tonight, we're just going to praise God, love God. You know, how's that sound? We're going to learn a little, about, little bit about praying and caring for others, which we do, you know, which, which we do most of the time when I'm up here anyway. So uh, uh, we just uh, want you to know it's a pleasure to have Brother Tom with us tonight. He'll give us an update Hopefully, if I don't give it during during the thing here and mess up, so so we'll wait till it's over on his update there. You know, uh, so uh, I, I'm gonna start with my favorite words. Don't worry about having the right words. Worry about having the right heart. Just be honest. So that's me more than anything. I try to be as honest as I can with people, and I feel like you know. As Christians, we should be that way too. We should be open minded, but we also should be as honest as we can that we get the right stories out that it's not rumors that we get started and I've started enough rumors over the years, so i, I I've got a lot to you know that I can say about that there you know but uh I, I just copied some things down from a, a a pastor, and you probably will know him when I go to talking about him, you know, but the most important steps in preparing for an evangelistic outreach or a prayer, prayer, prayer. We can never not pray enough. And, and I start that off with thinking about how hard it is for men to start praying. And I'm speaking for myself as a young man, uh, being called on to, to pray the first time and, you know, and just shaking in your boots you know, and, and you're scared to death. You're thinking, oh, I'm going to say, Say something that's going to be wrong. I'm going to interrupt somebody, and uh, I think we all go through that in our lives somehow, some way. Mostly men, more than women, you know. So, so just think about those things as we do that. Uh, in the morning, prayer is the key that opens to us the treasures of God's mercies and blessings. In the evening, it is the key that that shuts us up under his protection and safeguard. At night, we have that safeguard that comes from God. You know, when we lay down in bed, that's my prayer time a lot of times is at night. And you spend I spend a, a, a good bit of time praying for, for people in this church, uh, for the ones that's passed on. And I got to thinking just today, a lot of those people that's passed on, especially the men, we went through my Sunday school class and I never really thought about it till I told y'all a couple of weeks ago that when I pray for somebody like Liz, I'll, I'll add Jimmy Battles in there or or, or somebody that's uh, wife is still here but their husband's gone on and most of them I'll i try to put names in, and I'll, I'll go slow enough, which y'all won't think I do, but I go slow enough to visually see the person or the people that I'm praying for, you know, even their, even their children, you know. So I, so I try to do that. Now now that's just somehow the way that I pray. I'm not saying that you have to pray like that, but again, uh, it gives me a closeness more with the family because a lot of times, me personally, I know the men better than I do the women that's left by behind with them, and 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 verse same verse way the other way. Okay. If Jesus felt that he had to pray, how much more do we need to pray? Uh, what is prayer to us? I thought I was going to open with that. And it started with something else. You know, how do we pray? Do we pray to, to God? Are we able to open our hearts and, and, and be truthful with God uh, and ask for forgiveness for ourselves? I, I, my world got rocked last week. Uh, I, I, I will won't, to won't just tell you the truth. The Wednesday that I went back, my world got rocked. Uh, a lot of you maybe have read it on Facebook and you were in my Sunday school class, you know this. But 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 our grandson was the first one to be at a, a young man's house that was his age that committed suicide. And it wasn't a pretty sight. But, I mean, he was there and uh, he, he saw some things that... Uh, may scar him for life. And uh, y'all be in prayer for him there. And then I got another call today from Patrick White, who some of y'all might know a long time ago. Uh, Butch and I were real close, and they would come to our house almost every night. And Patrick said last Tuesday, I was talking to a man at, at, at work where he works up in Albertville, and he said the next day, his son, 18 years old, committed suicide. So people, we need to be in prayer for our children and our grandchildren, especially who they run around with, who they associate with. You know, uh, sometimes they get in the wrong people's hands and and they're used and they're abused uh, by, by, by fellow classmates, you know, or, or they're made fun of. And, and we don't know who they are. So we need to just pray for uh, children and, and grandchildren, especially as we say that. And you that have got children, uh, you need to uplift them and let them know how much you do love them. That's what I told Patrick. I said, Patrick, he called his son, which his son was living with his mother, at, you know, last week, and, and just, you know, Patrick just laid out his heart to him and, and told him how much he loved him and that he cared for him, and he was he, he was kind of worried about it. So we need to have that kind of heart with us, a, a, a heart that loves people, but a heart that loves children. And. And we watch out where our child goes and what he does. No, no, it, it was his son. That, no, it was Patrick was working with a man at work where he works. And that man's son. Oh, that man. Yeah, yeah, that man's son. So there was two 18 year old boys that I know of last week that took their lives, oh, you know. So, OK, true prayer is a way of life, not for us in crisis of emergencies, Make it a habit, and and when the need rises, you will be in practice. You know, a lot of times we don't call on God till there's a problem. I mean, that, that, that's it. We do not. If everything's going good, we don't. We don't even talk to God. You know, but you have something happen in your lives that's tragic, and you want to call God. God, and you know what you want to do with that? You want to bargain with God. As a young Christian, I found that out. You can't bargain with God. You know, God's God and he's going to do uh, whatever he wants because he's God. You know, and it's sometimes what God wants is not what we want. You know, in that case with me, you know, uh, I tried to bargain with God with my daddy passing away. And, uh, you know, I, I found out in a hurry how young of a Christian or how weak of a Christian I was when I started bargaining, trying to bargain with God because he 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 at that time he was probably listening but he was saying hey you need to grow you need to mature you need to see what it's like to have pain in your heart you know you need these things sometimes we need these things because if it was all peaches and cream what what would we be like what would our lives be like if everything that we wanted we got you know and so God finally says sometimes, hey, you're not going to get this, or this is going to happen to you, you know, or, or, or this is going to come about with you. I kind of laughed tonight. I got to church, and I got my Bible, and I left my notes at home. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to run back home and come back in. Well, when I walk in, I got chastised for it, you know. And I tell them, you know, leaving your notes at home, Brother Tom's like <laughs> like going to a wedding and not having the ring in your pocket, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, prayer is more than a wish. It is a voice of a faith directed to God. If we direct our prayers to God and we talk to God and we know that He hears us, He'll send His Holy Spirit to comfort us in times that come about. He'll do those things for us, you know. Have you ever said, well, all we can do is pray when we come to the end of ourselves we come to the beginning of god and that's that's what I sort of talked about a minute ago we we why do we need god we need god for every step that we take we need god for every breath that we take you know i mean we we need god for 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 protection we need god for for food for protection for our kids you know we need god because he loves us and we should love him more than you know, we should love him more. We should have a heart full of love for God and for God's people. We, you know, we should be uniting more in prayer with each other. Okay. Have you ever said, well, all we can do, oh, I, I, I'm going too far. Okay. We are to pray uh, in times of adversity, lest we become faithless and, and unbelieving. We are to pray in times of prosperity, lest we become boastful and proud, we are to pray in times of danger, lest we become fearful and doubting, we are to pray in times of of security, lest we become self-sufficient. I I don't know if y'all remember the first night I, I, I taught, I said something about God needs to humble us all. You know, God needs to humble me coming up here. God, Needs to humble Brother Tom, which he does if you're a servant of his, you know, because you can get high and mighty easy, you know, and and, and you can get above people easy, you know. So we have things that happen in our lives to make us realize, hey, who am I? You know, I'm not the smart—I've told y'all before, and I tell my Sunday school class, I am not the smartest person in the world, you know, I mean, honestly— you know and i, I i've told we got some Sunday school guys in here and they they know i say i don't know you know uh, uh, i i'm i'm not a bible scholar because william put me on that tube last week when he asked me a question right off the bat you know <laughs> you know but but again we are to be a, a sacrifice for people that we come in contact it's not all about us you have you seen some people that it's all about them you know they they think that uh Everything that, that's that's done has to help them, you know. And, and Christ don't want it that way. He wants us to serve and do things that are Christ-like that causes us to be what we are through Him. Is that we put Him first. If we put Him first, we'll do what He says do. He's got the Holy Spirit there. He'll take care of us, you know. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean it. We're not going to have heart attacks. That doesn't mean that eighteen-year-old boys going to be scarred for life. You know that doesn't mean that we don't have divorces. That we don't have sickness. You know that 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 we uh, uh we, we 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 don't have what we want. Uh, I I listened to uh, Bob Smith. Is that who it is? Robert Smith that comes to church. I listened to him today before I came, and I thought, man. <laughs> This, this guy's got it on. He can just go all the way through the Bible. And then the next time he can start back and go all the way back through the Bible because he knows everything there backwards and forwards. And, and, uh, and he can quote anything. David Holmes can quote Scripture. Brother Tom can quote Scripture. I have a hard time just remembering who I am. I mean, I, you know, uh, when you go off and uh, you leave your billfold somewhere and you can't find it and it's in your pocket, or when you got your glasses and you can't find your glasses— <laughs> You know, when they're on top of your head, you're forgetful. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know. Uh, so heaven is full of answers to prayers, for which no one bothers to ask. Heaven is full of answers to prayer for which no one bothers to ask. This should be the motto of every follower of Jesus Christ. No matter how dark. And hopeless a situation may be, seem seem never stop praying. No matter how dark and hopeless a situation might be, never stop praying. Repeated that twice. You know, no matter whatever comes about with us, we should always pray. You know, we should wake up in the morning praying, thanking God. We should go to bed at night thanking God. You know, we. If we uh, almost have a wreck, we should thank God that we got protected. You know, if that person cuts us off, most of the time we want to we want to I don't want to say what we want to do, but I mean you you know what I'm talking about. Instead of saying hey, uh, I'll pray for that person that they but they'll drive better, you know. But that's not that's not normally what I say. (laughs) You know, I I don't cuss, but I'm saying why you idiot? What are you doing? You know, I mean hey, what you do that for? You know. And, and, and that's, yeah, that, that, that's how we do, you know, and then sometimes God gets a hold of us and he and He says, why'd you act like that? You know, I can remember one time coming along and uh, coming from, um, I'm on the famous chicken plant road. I wasn't on it, but a truck was coming by and, and a car was getting in that left lane, you know, merge lane over there. And I pulled over in front of it. Didn't even see him because of the truck, you know. Well, he got to cussing me and and I got to follow him real close. Of course, I wasn't going to cuss him. I was just going to say something about Jesus to him, if you're going to believe me, you know. But uh, a woman pulled up beside us, you know, and <laughs> she looked like one of the women of the church saying, what are y'all doing? <laughs> and I thought, oh, boy, that's a good that's a good example of what we should be like in our lives, how we should act and, and what we should do, you know. <laughs> And, and I stopped real easy after that. I thought, okay, <laughs> God, you got my attention on that. You know, it took a, a woman to get my attention, but you got my attention. <laughs> uh, hey, Susie, darling, how are you? <laughs> Don't ever hesitate to take to God whatever is on your heart. He already knows it anyway. But he doesn't want you to bury it, its pain or celebrate its joy alone. How many times do we keep our mouth shut when we're hurting? You know, how many times do we, uh, uh, when, when we have joy, you know, we're, we're more apt to help, tell joy than we are the pain and suffering that goes on in our lives. You know, because we want everybody to think we're quote, quote, real happy people, you know, that, that Christ is supposed to make happy people. But again, you know, there's sadness and there's tears sometimes, you know, that, that, that happens in our lives. There's things that happens in our lives that we just, I mean, hey, we can't do nothing but cry about it, you know, and, and go to God and pray about it. And a lot of you know about me and, and, and our situation, you know, uh, there's been many of us, and I've said this probably before, that we'd go to bed and Beth would be on one side of the bed with her back turned crying and I'd be on the other side crying out to God. What's going to happen, God? You know, we put this in your control. You know, this is what we want. Well, guess what? It took about 40 years to get what we wanted, you know. So, uh, again, uh, when we pray for something, be ready for the situations that come about. You know, be 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 prepared, because you may not like the outcome at that time. Now, I feel this years later, you may see the outcome. You may be able to 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 to, to keep praying for it and praying for it, and then the prayers are answered, and it just changes your whole life. It just gives you a perspective that's different. You know, I. I <clears throat> I said this about my our, our grandson and, and what he witnessed. He's going to be part of the service. Now, just think, 18 years old, he needs our prayers, that he'll say the right things at the service, whether it's getting up and just saying, hey, how you doing, or whatever. But, I mean, he's a, he's a quiet young man, <clears throat> and he doesn't say much. But, I mean, our our children need need our prayers through the things that they go through in their lives. And we, we, we think, I was young, and I don't ever remember anybody committing suicide. You know, I, I I don't, you know, as far as growing up, you just didn't see that, you know, and, 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 and now you see a, uh, they're always talking about what percentage, and I know Brother Tom maybe has mentioned it, uh, uh, of the percentage of uh, young people that are, are, are taking their lives now. And a lot of them, we do not know the reason why they're doing it. You know, are they far away from God? You know, uh, Patrick, when he called me and told me, he said, this guy was an honor student, you know, I mean, that did that, that, that did his, uh, that committed suicide there. Said he was just uh, uh, an all-around boy. This other boy that, that uh, my, my grandson knew was not that fortunate. You know, he he was, uh, um, our grandson would take food from his house and go over and give it to this young man. That was the situation that young man was in. But he would go over there and uh, his mama would cook supper and he'd take part of the supper enough to feed this young man there. You know, and that's 18 years old. You know, how many of us would do do something like that for somebody? You know. You know what we'd do? We'd do something, but then we'd go bragging to the whole world what we did. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that, that's the way that we, we would do that, you know, because that's man's nature sometimes. All right. Uh, I just mentioned this one, and I'm going back over it. Christian life is not a constant high. We all have our moments of deep discouragement. We go to God in prayer with tears in our eyes and say, oh God, forgive me or help me. So I guess I didn't know I wrote that down, but that was what I was talking about. You know, is how that we we have these things to come about in our lives that are life-changing with us. That uh, we, uh, sometimes we're not able to handle them. And you know who gets the blame? Usually an almighty God does. I mean, really, think about it. We get mad at God because something happens to us that's drastic, and it's, it's God's fault because he let this happen. You know who the next person's in line? He's sitting right back there. It's a the preacher's fault. You know, he wasn't praying for me like he should be. He didn't call me when he, when he should have. You know uh, We expect too much of some things sometimes. We expect that we're the only Christians that live. You know, We, we, we expect that we've got a pipeline to God. And if I pray to God, He's going to answer that prayer. That's the things that we come to expect in life is the things that, that God wants us to learn about and to teach us, hey, be humble. Do the things that I want you to do, not the things that you want to do. Don't take the praise for yourself. And that's what, I, like I said, I told you the first night I said that humble ourselves towards God that we don't get a big head and we think that we're somebody. I, I, I laugh with Doug Pope, and we know that uh, Doug's going through a serious thing in his, in his life tomorrow with his surgery, but we'll talk to each other kind of uh, rough, you know, because I'll tell him his head's bigger than mine, you know, and he said, well, yeah, mine's bigger because of a reason right now. And I said, yeah, you're probably right, you know. But uh, again, uh, we need to take these things serious that's happening to people. We, we, we love people enough that much. We should not pray for God to be on our side, but pray that we may be on God's side. You know, that, that's the thing there. We should not pray for God to be on our side but pray that we may be on God's side. Uh, how many pray it the opposite way? You know, I mean, of what we said. For Pray for God to be on our side, but pray that we may be on God's side. I want to be on God's side. You know, I, that's how I, I feel in life. I I, I want to do the thing that's pleasing to God. Uh, I, I want to be... Uh, uh, cease When when I see the almighty God that he says, come on in. And I think we're all sitting in here and we feel that way about that. And we want to uh, worship him in praise and honor and to give him the praise for our lives and the things that's happened. And that means the sadness and the goodness, you know, I mean, this happened in our lives, the things that we... We need to lift up to God. Uh, prayer is simply a two-way conversation between you and God. When I was a young Christian, that's what a preacher told me. He said, you, you know how to pray? And I said, well, really not. You know, I, I, I was young. I was 20, you know. And uh, he said, you need, you, need, you need to just act like you're talking to God. And he's talking back to you. And I thought, like we talked about a uh, week before last, I guess, I can't remember, about how Enoch talked with God. You know, I mean, I, I'd love to have heard some of them conversations. You know, well, what did you say to him? You know, well, well, Enoch might say, well, he listened to me on a few things sometimes. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's God. He, he will listen to his children. We know that he, he listened to Moses, you know, and, and, and we need to pray like that. You know, God, you brought us this far Let us go a little further and don't be greedy. Be real greedy. Say, Lord, let us live (laughs) a long and prosperous life to be able to help somebody else that will be that witness to them. You know, a lot of times we put a date on it and God adds that date to it, you know. And, and, And like I told Beth, I said, you know, I hope we live a long time happy together. Now, when she gets unhappy, I may not say that. (laughs) (laughs) And she's listening, too. (laughs) I I, I love this one here, too. There's at times in our lives that our God wraps His arms around us and He carries us. He wraps His arms around us when we need it. Uh, And in America right now, we need a lot of that love that God shows for his people. You know we need to pray for America, we need to pray for uh, Glencoe. We need to pray for Brother Tom. you know we need to pray for our leaders. you know we may not agree with our leaders, like i said i left listened, listened to Robert Smith today, and he said, "Well, we put a name tag on ourselves, we call us uh a, 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 a Baptist Democrat, you know, or or Methodist Democrat, you know, or a or, or Baptist Republican. He said, no, we need to put Christian. Whatever we are, we're a Christian first. We ought to let the world know that we're for Christ, that we, we, we love Christ, and we want to put him the center of attention, not a political party, no, you know, not an not a organization in some ways. I can remember when I first come started in North Glencoe, oh, we were... Uh, 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 I'm trying to find the right words here, so give me just a second. I would hear people say that they weren't Christians, but they were of a Baptist doctrine in a way. Maybe not putting it that way, but a different way, you know, that they were Baptists first, Instead of a Christian first, you know that's the way that that some some people would talk to me, and I or or maybe it was just the way that I took it, you know. And and the older I got, you know, uh, uh, we, uh, I know what I'm just talking about. Now, I'm a Southern Baptist. That's what it was. See, I knew if I kept stuttering around long enough, I'd get that, you know. But uh, but a lot of people put the name tag. We're a Southern Baptists. You know, we're, we're, not, we're, we're not a Christian. You know, we're not a Southern Christian. We're Southern Baptists. But let me tell you, the first thing we are, we're baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. Jesus died and went to the cross for our sins that we might live in eternity. We might live with Him. We might rejoice with Him. And remember this. People in hell see us. Right, wrong. You know, the rich ruler looked up and saw Lazarus the beggar, you know, he said, what's he doing up there? <laughs> you know, I had more money than him, you know. And, and, and then he finally said, well, let him come back and, and, and don't let my three brothers come here. Is it three or four brothers he had? You know, he said, I don't want my brothers to be down here, you know. Nobody wants to go to hell. I don't think there's a, a soul that wants to go to hell. You know. But that's going to happen to people that don't know Jesus. You know, they're they're going to end up in hell. And that's the reason that uh, we pray for them. A prime example of this, too, is prayer. What is prayer like? Jimmy Battles prayed for Richard Jones and Bobby all the time. All the time. In Sunday school, if we did prayer with Christ, you know, uh, pray for Bobby, pray for Richard. Jimmy was already in heaven, but he sowed the seeds for these men at a late age to reach that decision in life where I want to spend eternity. And now, instead of being nice guys, they're nice Christian guys. Now they know the Lord. They do things that uh, people don't know about sometimes. You know, the love's inside of them. The love's inside of many people that we come in contact with. And I've said this each each Wednesday night probably. We need to show people what we're like. Nobody wants to be. I can't even do it. I'm trying to frown, <laughs> and I, nobody wants. You know. Brother Tom, to get up there and say, How are you people doing today? I'm doing all right. You know, and when you get up there and say a smile and say, Hey, it's just great to be in God's house. It's just great to be with God's people. You know, that's an excitement to people. You know, if we, if we face people with our uh, attitude sometimes, they don't want to be a Christian, they don't want to know God. You know, they just want to do whatever they want to do. Any comments? Good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, he had raised his hand. I. We still got time, don't we? Nobody's got a comment. Now let's let's thank God for these words. Uh, you know, words 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 are easy to say when you love people. When, when you love people, and you, and you and, and you know that they love you. It's easy to talk to them, you know. Uh, I can go into Sunday school class, and man, you can just smell the aroma. We come in church sometimes, and uh, sometimes it's a struggle, you know, because of uh, of all the things that people have put above God in their lives, and our main concern is is to show a love for Christ that the world sees in us and in what we do and how we, how we accept things, how we handle things. You know, because the eye of somebody's always watching us and it's usually the eye of the lost is watching to see us mess up as Christians so they can talk about us, you know, so they can say bad things about us. But you take that love and you try to have it all the time and you have that smile, and you have that care for people, even people that you sometimes you don't even know. I, I, I like David Holmes. He, he, he goes out and looks for people to witness to, you know, and they come to him. <laughs> they come to him like flies. He's like, a you know, how you used to have that old yellow paper that the flies stick on. That's a David Holmes right there. The, 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 the lost just come and stick on him. And you know what? When they walk away, they're a new person. You know they're a new person, and that's the things that we ought to be. Is is that we ought to look for people? It's easy to it's easy to talk to a Christian, but it's hard to talk to somebody that's a, a, a different race. You know, or, or in a, a Dollar General. You know, I mean it, it's just hard sometimes to see the the hurt and the pain that they carry with them. You know, not knowing a savior that we. We know it, and we know that the Savior loves us.